Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. So more and more, it's uh, becoming apparent that we live in a fascist state. The new topics, the new stories of this week, I guess, were the FBI SWAT team that showed up at the house of the pro-life activist Mark Hauk after... So he would go out in front of abortion clinics and just pray and offer women you know maybe before they got in there to talk to them other options and he was bringing his son his oldest child he has like what was it like six seven, or seven seven kids? seven kids. Is 12 yeah he has older son is 12 and there was a you know pro-abortion guy there that would get up in his face and so finally you know he would deal with it for himself but eventually it just became too much where the guy was getting up in his kid's face and saying all this stuff and calling him calling mark the dad like words like f word that like the not f word the f the word used uh for homosexuals that is an f word i guess (laughs) that's what i heard um and other things just saying gross stuff and getting in his kid's face and so finally he pushed him and the guy fell over the dad pushed him because you know protecting his kid and that case ended up getting dropped like there are press charges but that case got dropped and then later the fbi shows up at this guy's house where his wife and seven kids are inside guns blazing to arrest him well yeah they weren't guns, exactly blazing yeah guns pointed well, around guns yes guns blazing makes it sound like they're just gunning down all the kids I, that's true you're right you're right Guns um, brandished. I mean, I think they're evil, but they're, they didn't just guns blaze down this family. <laughs> yeah, Guns brandished. The thing that, uh, there's a number of things about this that struck me is, and I heard uh, an interview with his lawyer um, when I was driving back from Columbus from the airport. Uh, I heard uh, his lawyer on, and um, first of all, what they're charging him with is not what he did. I mean, federally, they're charging him with this FACE Act of where you are prohibiting people from entering into an abortion clinic. That's not what he was doing. Um, There has been, there was a case along these exact same lines three years ago that um, found in favor of the, the, you know, I guess in this case, the dad defending the child. Um, So... It's just, and um, the fact that he kind of, you know, this has been thrown out of court already on a, on a, not on a federal level, but just the actual um, attempted assault charge there locally was thrown out. Um, and the, they knew when, when they had got wind that they were contacted that they were, um, that the feds may pursue this. Um, the lawyer contacted the the DOJ and said, look, just let us know. Uh, he's happy to come in and meet with you. Just give us a, give us a heads up and let us know when you want to meet. And they never had a response from the DOJ until the FBI showed up at his door. This isn't the first time that the DOJ has basically come out and said, uh, whatever locality, whatever state, you did it wrong. We're going to take the case. Uh, I'm 
I mean, we've heard about uh, like some of those police brutality cases that had happened before where where it happened locally, the the cop went to trial or or they looked into it and they found that it was justified, that there was no wrongdoing. And they officially came out and said no wrongdoing. And the DOJ said, well, we might have to look into this and, and maybe we'll have some charges on what grounds. Yeah, we can so, go through all of the you know, the, the specific details of this, but the takeaway, and I'm going to be saying this a lot today, the takeaway from this is this is um, not about what they're saying it's about. This is intended to intimidate you from acting or standing up in any way against their agenda. That's all this is. It's pure intimidation, and we. this is why we must stand up, people. You cannot be afraid. We must stop just talking about it. We must push back. No kidding. And yeah, meanwhile, it's it's clear that crime is just whatever they want to be crime, whatever goes opposed to, like you said, their agenda, because meanwhile, it, apparently it's not even that newsworthy. You can't find this story on some certain news sites that um, a man ran over an 18 year old Republican who he said was um, suspected of being a Republican extremist, and he was let out on. Uh, did he even? He was let out on fifty thousand uh, dollar. Yeah. Bond. Bail. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, no and house he arrest. To running the guy over with a car, no, like no. A hit and run. He called and reported himself. Yeah, that, and said that he what? ran down a, a violent extremist. Um, did you hear the caller that called into Pat Gray? and said that the sheriff in that county said that there's no indication and there's no signs in our investigation that yeah. he actually ran him down for political reasons other than his statement. Right. Yeah, other than that he stated that. Uh, I, what? I don't understand that the guy, while he was in custody or in a court hearing, made statements like he, who admitted to running down this teenager, said that he doesn't want his life and job jeopardized. Right. What do you? I have a family. Why, then why and a did life you hit someone with a car? But, but it's okay that you just took his life away. That's beyond yeah, that's just kind of how it works. Just beyond just making his life difficult. I mean, the, you, the next you question took is: his life. The next question is, what was he doing that was jeopardizing your life and your job? You know what jeopardizes your job? Murdering someone. Well, that's that's what he's saying. Is well, like, okay. I don't, I don't, Actually, I, don't, I think I'm seeing. I think I'm seeing that maybe that was his reasoning that he wasn't a flight risk and why. Yes, he it was. His, his a lo- lesser not, bail. I, yeah. I don't want these. You know, I'm not going to run away because I have a life and a family and a job and all these things. But again, he okay. said, you know, maybe you should have thought of that. Yeah. So he's just a crazy person because you obviously yes. don't care about your life and job that much if you're going to run someone over. You're just that was crazy. another thing that was I heard reported that his neighbor said it had been telling people for a while. This guy's nuts. So, yeah, apparently he is a crazy person. Once again, again we hear the line, essentially, he was known to authorities. Yes, yes. All the time, all the time. Yeah, so again, the takeaway from this is, uh, to my knowledge, I have not heard that Mark Houck, this this pro-life advocate, is out of jail. As far as I know, he's still locked up. Right. Yeah, I and, never heard one way and or the this, other. And this guy who called the cops and said, hey, I just ran over this 18-year-old kid because he was a Republican extremist, got out on bail. Um, and it's not the yeah. only story like that. No, no. I mean, I, I, I looked this next story up. I tried to find a different news source 
uh, to link, but I could only find the story on Fox News that it was an 84-year-old woman who pro-life who was canvassing um, in Michigan, and after an argument, somebody you know followed her out when she was in the street. She was leaving a residence, and she was shot in the back in the shoulder, um, and I could not find that one like anywhere. Did she die? Um, I I don't see. She's unidentified right now. She's recovering from the gunshot wound. She wishes to remain anonymous. Oh, so she's not dead. So I, first of all, to get shot when you're she was that passing old out pamphlets, and to live? well, she drove herself Impressive. to the Lake Odessa police. She drove herself Whoa. to the police department she's a after champ. she was shot. She's tough. Heck yeah, because that's that's pretty crazy. Well, I'm wondering what she was shot with. That makes me think she Who was cares? shot maybe a lo- small caliber. But yeah, yeah you're maybe, right. Still. Still, yeah. that's, I mean, on somebody that age, that would be incredibly traumatic to the body. Now, my real, my real question is, if she were shot right outside, where was she? Outside of a Planned Parenthood? No, she was uh, in a neighborhood canvassing, going door to door, giving okay, out pamphlets. Okay. And she got in a verbal altercation, they said. And then this person, as she was leaving, shot her in the back. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, if she was shot outside of a Planned Parenthood, do you think they'd help her? <laughs> Come on, medical clinic. Medical. You know, Do medical. This is, this is um goes along with the lies that um, there have been 70 incidences of pro-life organizations like, uh, you know, pregnancy crisis centers and stuff being attacked, uh, vandalized, arson, these kind of things. Not one single arrest has been made. They're not even pursuing anything to any th- leads. One I heard this morning where they, there was arson committed against their, their p- facility, and the police have not pursued anyone. They took the video from the, the, from the uh, pregnancy crisis center, and um, they, won't give, they won't even give it back. They won't pursue the crime, and they won't give it back. They're having to go to court to get their own security video back so maybe they can find out you know, who, who did this. Plus you had this, was it Jane's revenge who are claiming, uh, you know, claiming that they're the ones doing this. I mean, and yeah, well, how, how good of no a terrorist organization, it. how good of a terrorist organization are you if you're not claiming credit? Well, but, like but the thing ISIS. is, is like, they've got plenty to go on to start tracking down who's doing this and they're doing nothing. And at the same time, they are arresting a man you know, 15 FBI agents with, like you said, guns pointed um, and who remains, as far as I know, in custody because he is praying on a sidewalk, not on the Planned Parenthood um, property. Um, and they're charging with a crime, which clearly he did not is not what, you know, what he did. He was defending his child. Did he push the guy down? Yes. He, the guy popped back up within like two seconds. Um, and, and that's it. Um, so again, that's the takeaway for, you know, here's all the details, but the takeaway is this is intentional. They're trying to intimidate and scare people. Um, we must stand up and push back. There is no alternative. They don't care that we know. I mean, sure. They want to limit our knowledge of these things, but they don't care that we know about it. They only care if we fight back, if we push back. So in other authoritarian news, uh, so same Big idea, but we're giving you the information, I guess, to use 
as your reasoning for being opposed, but they're continuing to push the COVID vaccine as more and require in certain um, circumstances as more studies are coming out um, as evidence that there are issues. Um, so, for instance, the CDC's website still says their statement is that it's totally not dangerous for anyone. So actually they say if you are pregnant, getting COVID could be more dangerous and risky and there's no uh, danger in getting the vaccine. So they're still saying that you should get it. Meanwhile, when women came out originally and were making claims that it was messing up their cycle, their menstrual cycle, or, you know, infecting their periods, um, a study came out that that was confirmed that they did find that it messed with people's cycles. Now, most of them was pretty minor. Um, however, why risk? Who knows what else is happening? And then another study will publish publish or link the journal in the article in the JAMA found COVID or found the RNA um, uh, material in breast milk. Trace amounts of the mRNA vaccine, whatever it was, in breast milk yeah and forget about what you say well it's it, you're better to get the vaccine because it's less dangerous than covid itself these are young healthy women women of childbearing age are young healthy women so I, i'd rather have covid and get over it than put this foreign substance which i'm not sure what it does into my body and like you said have even a minor disruption in, in my menstrual cycle or whatever and possibly pass something along to my child i mean i'll just take i'll just yeah for me as a young healthy you know person it's low risk i'll just get covid and and get over it and move on with life but that doesn't line up with their messaging or they just want to um be able to exert power over you and show right. that they can force you to do these things so in the meantime and, and this doesn't even include that right the more and more stories both anecdotal and studies that show that it's really worthless anyway yeah in the meantime pfizer ceo has just tested positive for covid for the second time since august and he is you know, of this year right double, that's you know right, double, everyone if you're, right. if you're keeping track like um, two months a month a month, a month or two <laughs> that's, that's that's just not even a legitimate test at that point that is just right you wonder about how the testing but yeah, at the, you're but just at the same time the old one at the same time but at the same time um daily skeptic reports that getting the vaccine can actually make you double jab makes you 44 percent more likely to contract well, I, did COVID. We, I don't know if we if we cut you off too soon if you mentioned that that Pfizer CEO has been yeah, he's, he's had four two vaccines yeah. and two boosts yeah it also yeah. makes you wonder is because of the uh, if they're testing for the spike protein are they getting is the test picking that up from the mRNA as opposed to from getting it from from COVID yeah there's just a lot of questions right because every time that you take the shot you're putting virus into your body and they were studies like early on that showed how long it can stay right. i thought that was well, the whole well, point of the mrna is that it wasn't actually putting right it's a not of the, the mrna is not putting a dose of the virus it created the spike it, it protein creates though. the spike protein but is the spike protein what the rapid tests pick up on yeah i don't know because if that's know. if that's the you know if that's the indicator that the test is looking for then obviously so it must maybe it's looking for something else well Whatever, we don't have Whatever. the straight scoop on all this kind of stuff, and it's not what they're telling us. And that's once again, the, the takeaway is that our government is trying to, rather than give us and ensure our liberty and our freedom, they're trying to control us. 
Well, let's keep going. The market is down still, economic crisis. Um, and on top of that, they want this, uh, again, digital currency that would take away basically our ability to trade and engage in commerce freely. And they have control over the economic system, which they are destroying. Well, maybe before we get too far into the into what a digital currency would do, let's just talk about the market as it is. Um, bad. Um, this is so. This is Trump in 2020 during the presidential elections um, making a prediction. Mr. President, I have to move week, on to the next question. They said or the else stock market will boom if I'm elected. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Okay, let's move on to the next question very quickly. And here's news from just a couple of days ago. The markets are set to open after an absolutely brutal week on Wall Street. Stocks now down $7.6 trillion since President Biden took office. So it's going well. I think Trump was probably right. What do you think? Evidence would point in that direction. Yeah. Confirmed. $7.6 trillion. <laughs> that's, you got to understand, that's, um, that's only being down a couple thousand points. Um, I heard Beck saying that he's not going to be surprised if it drops another you know, 15,000, 18,000 points. I was going to say, when you said only, I was like, are you trying to say that it can go much, much, much <laughs> it can lower. get much, much worse? Sure. Yeah, for right now. Hey, what do they call 10 times a bear market? Polar bear market. <laughs> everything <laughs> everything they do is destructive. So as long as they continue to practice the policies that they are, it's going to be it's going to destroy more. I mean, what's this UK thing? Because this goes beyond the United States. Yeah, this is a global. We actually aren't because because again, now understand this. You're right. It, this is global. It is hitting Europe particularly hard because, as I've said for a while, this is a global effort. When you talk about Great Reset and, and you know the, all the policies of the World Economic Forum and stuff, and they have all these leaders of all these countries that are a part of the World Economic Forum, this is global. They don't want, again, nations. They want a, they want a, one, a, a world government based on class. So it, it, this is happening all over the world. We are not as bad as Europe yet. Europe just made their largest increase in their prime interest rate um, in 30 years. Now, it's still not terribly high, but for them, it's the biggest jump they've made in 30 years. And um, while they do that to dry up the money supply because of inflation, because of all the money that's been out there you know, being printed and put out in, into circulation in in populace and so they need to dry up the money supply so you do that by raising the interest rate at the same time the british government is selling bonds in order to put more money into the marketplace it's just counterproductive they want the again the takeaway is here they want the chaos there is, i'm sorry but there is no other explanation for this and people need to be understanding this they want all of this pain and suffering and chaos yeah, there's no there's no explanation other than on purpose. I mean, you usually you do one, you know, you raise rates to counteract the amount of money in in the market. Well, this is just doing I mean, both at the same time. There is no counteraction here. They are both working against inflation at the same time. 
So, again, I'm just going to keep hammering that takeaway. That's, you know, there, we can discuss the details. It's good for people to know the details, but it's important to know what people, what it means. No, I, yeah, I think that the biggest thing to always, I would, my motto is soon going to just become, uh, it's on purpose. It's by design. <laughs> um, or this is a, a, a little line that I, from from one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid called The Rocketeer. It's all part of the show. It's all part of the show. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the show. It's on purpose. That I'm just I'm gonna say that so much. It's on purpose. Yeah. They hate you. Well, and they then they just want to go. So you know, next step so, digital currency. Right. I was gonna say that that's that's where we were headed next. Then then they can have this excuse to say, well, digital currency. This is um. We've talked about this some in the past, uh, kind of this idea of um, the only way you can make modern monetary theory work, which is what they're practicing now, just print more money to pay for whatever, is that you have to have some ability to control this in the way that they can – with that, because if not, you just get this mass runaway inflation. Um, the only way you can control it is if the government can actually can con control it, and that is by – going to digital currency so that they can make it be spent where they want it to be spent turned on turned off set limits you can spend it here you can't spend it there that's yeah, the only way you can manage the, mo the modern monetary theory it is any... the easiest well, way to implement esg that we've been hearing about for the longest yes. time it's, it's the easiest vehicle with which to do that and and are you saying like wait for the the representative andy Barr um discuss saying that uh, a digital currency would be stable. He, yeah, he say like a, as a stable currency. I, so look out for that being their argument and their reasoning coming up. Right. Is that or the dollar is so unstable, we need right. something. He was stable. saying there's these other digital currencies out there, you know, like with Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these things. But the problem with them is, is they're not stable. Because Ethereum, Bitcoin. Oh, so if a government right. created it and ran and this it, is, then it would be. Right. Which is oh ridiculous. This, this digital currency, yeah. they refer to it. If you hear the term CBDC. Central, <laughs> what does the government do? Central stable? bank digital currency is what it stands for. Bitcoin, do not think of it so much as money. Bitcoin is more like a stock. You're speculating on and you're buying a certain amount of the stock. And you're speculating on whether its value is going to go up or down. Um, that's the way Bitcoin is designed and how it works. And then you trade Which is with other people. very fascinating to me that it actually has, that people are, people are willing, trading this thing. You can, again, crazy. you can use anything you want as money as long as the yeah. people you're doing business with agree that that's what you're going to use as your currency. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be clamshells. Um, so the, I mean, or Gillian's Island driftwood, you know, whatever you want. Um, so... His point was we need a stable currency, but the problem uh, – he called it a stable coin. The problem is – and a lot of what he said I agreed with, but the problem with this idea of we need a stable coin, it's not a stable coin. It is, the, it is your market. It is your economy that makes that coin stable. Mm. Yeah. It has to be backed by Yes, your something. market has to be stable. Your economy has to be solid in order for that, whatever coin you choose to use, to have any value and have any stability. It's based on how strong and how stable your economy is. Because as easily as you can explain the value of a dollar, of a single dollar, um, as being a variable, 
I mean, think about it instead as the dollar being a fixed point and the price of a gallon of milk being your variable. The market moves around the coin. So, you know, if the market's unstable, your coin is never going to be stable. How do you that, you know, they depend on each other. They are one and the same. Yeah, everybody looks at how many dollars they have in their wallet and they get all excited when there's lots of dollars. Those dollars have no value other than what the cost of the paper and the ink that's on them. That's that's the only Honestly, value they have. Since since we went away from the gold uh, standard backing the uh, the dollar, I'm I'm honestly amazed that it has lasted this long that we've agreed that we're just going to this paper is worth what it's worth and we're just going to use it and try kind of blows my mind that we've lasted this long. I will admit I don't understand all of this fully the the you know complexities of it, but I in my understanding I'm not sold that you have to have the a, a gold standard. It is much more important that you have a stable, strong economy. That's what gives your dollar value. I mean, good. We agree. Gold is nothing really. Gold, and I am very confident about this. Gold is no different than the dollar bill. We're agreeing. It's also true. It, we're agreeing that some it. because yeah. it has a value that we agree that it has. You and I agree that it's worth this much. Well, but it, it has. Yes, a, but it, you can't no, actually use it. Yes, you can't it actually use it for anything. In practical application. Uh, yes, it's, well, it, 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 it's a great conductor. It, okay, as a as a industrial material, there's a value to it. Yes, I'm actually surprised. I, I'm more surprised. I will say, back in the day. Before technology used gold as a conductor in basically everything you use, your phone, your computers, TVs, all that kind of stuff. Before that, yeah, it was a fancy jewelry, shiny metal. Yeah. Me like it's worth a lot. That's what it was before. So that's a little bit more surprising. Now there's actual practical application to it. it right. You know, and the fact that we're so... More, yeah, the value of gold is probably more stable now than it's ever been. Because we're so dependent on high tech and, the, and gold and how it's used in making the products that we all depend upon. Um, that's true, but when when if it ever if the if the dystopia ever comes, uh, that gold you can't burn it for heat, you can't eat it, Correct. you can't wear it. Uh, food and ammo is, and shelter are going to be far more valuable. Well, I hope that the America will take a lesson from a couple of these European countries in the upcoming midterms. And push back a little bit with who we elect. Um, we I'm happy to see uh, a couple European countries, but most notably the new Italian prime minister, who is the first female prime minister, though I don't see the left going, yeah, girl power. Um, there's no feminists out championing her because she made this speech. E allora sotto attacco l'identità nazionale, e sotto attacco l'identità religiosa, e sotto attacco l'identità di genere, e sotto attacco l'identità familiare. C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste italiana, cristiana, donna, madre, no? Io devo essere cittadino X, genere X, genitore 1, genitore 2, devo essere un numero. Perché quando sarò solamente un numero, quando non avrò più un'identità, quando non avrò più radici, beh allora sarò lo schiavo perfetto in balia della grande speculazione finanziaria. Il consumatore perfetto. Yeah, excellent. I agree. Molto bene. Yeah, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. We don't speak Italian. No, we don't. But, but we it have sounded a cool. But yes, and we will tell you what she said. So, some quotes from that. Things like basically just 
she's family, God, country, just identity. She totally, they're attacking our identity. So this is what she said. Why is the family, basically, of, of them making uh, the, the left and the progressives making these things enemy? Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because it is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy for those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators, the perfect consumer. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear, because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being, every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much, we will do it to defend our freedom because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. Amen to that. Amen. I thought that was so excellent the way she put the why way she put it. Has no American? Why has no one else said this? We're gonna have like a like exactly one hundred years apart, like a reverse D Day where the French finally elect like. A, Le Pen or whatever her name is and the Italian with this lady and they will um, they're going to come I think I think uh, invade our shores and liberate us in the next 20 years we're going to have a full role reversal from World War II she just hit the nail on the head of their attacking of them attacking identity right I I bring this up from time to time but what she is describing is Aldous Huxley Brave New World so read the book this is this is I, what they want. Yeah. I don't know what to say because I can't say it better than she did. So. Speaking of World War Two, World War Three. And we have our catalyst. Finally, we have our Archduke Ferdinand moment. And it is the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, this may this could be the catalyst for World War Three. Um, this is the new Cuban Missile Crisis. Hopefully. Because that would mean that we avert World War Three. Yeah, um, I mean, didn't World War One come pretty quickly after the Archduke? It's only been like a week. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's certainly not good. I mean, it is a terrorist attack, and even though the explosion itself didn't directly kill people, uh, I have a feeling a lot of people in Europe are going to die because of this. Yeah, especially as we enter winter. And man, I really hope. From what I, from what all the arguments that I've heard, all the speculation, all the theories, I don't think it was us, but man, I hope it wasn't us because back in February, right before the invasion of Ukraine, uh, Biden said this and it sounds a little bit like a threat. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then, uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. But but how will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project 
and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Hmm. 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 Yes. Things that make you go, hmm. So well, No one has claimed responsibility. Well, of course if, not, because if, if, whoever did it wants somebody to think that somebody else did it. No, if, I, yeah. this is one I don't think anyone's going to claim. If it's ever found out that the U.S. did it, and I, I don't really, I, I really have no idea, but I, I, I just can't imagine the U.S. doing it. But if it's ever found out we did, then I don't want to hear one more peep about environmentalism. Yeah, that's true. The one that makes the most sense to me is, I mean, it's the global cabal. It's the Great Reset people. Um, I heard somebody argue that it was Germany themselves who possibly blew it up because it gives them an excuse to their own people to say, look, but it's it, it's Putin or look, um, yeah, the United States blew up are, our pipeline. Are, aren't our leaders part of that? Yes. Is Biden not part of that? No, Biden's not part of that. Well, he's a tool. Yeah, Biden is still, Biden is nothing. But yeah, I would say but he has some ideas at who did it. Yeah, he does have some he, to to just make speculative claims like this. This is this is fuel on the fire. Take on his aggression. So I thank you all very much. You also asked me uh, earlier about the pipeline, and let me say this: it was a, a deliberate act of sabotage. And now the Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies. We're going to work with our allies to get to the bottom exactly what, precisely what happened. And as at my direction, I've already begun to help our allies enhance the protection of this critical infrastructure. And at the appropriate moment when things calm down, we're going to be sending divers down to find out exactly what happened. We don't know that yet exactly, but we're not just don't listen to what Putin is saying. What he's saying we know is not true. So I guess he didn't blame him of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I heard uh, an interview with Congressman from Utah, Chris Stewart. Uh, he's on the Intelligence Committee today, and he's a like got a, a you know great record of um, military service. I think he's a retired colonel. He 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 has he has the world record for around the world flight speed record. Um, Anyways, he's got years and years and years in this in this realm. He says that he I, he guarantees we didn't do it. Um, he's not sure who did, but he guarantees it wasn't us. I yeah, I, I know it sounds so strange, but why? Cade mentioned Germany. Why would why would Germany say you know it doesn't make any this excuse uh, why things are going to be so bad this winter? But they could rather than. Doing that, they could keep reactors online and bring other ones back online. But instead, they've said we're going to we're going to shut down more and go even more green. So I, I don't know. That doesn't really set right with me. It, and it is weird what Cade mentioned, like this, you know, um, this worldwide cabal. It's almost like I just I, I envision a James Bond movie, and it's it's Spectre. <laughs> They're not a it's not a government. It's this. Um, great reset world economic forum ESG nonsense you know that that uh, this cabal of people that are motivating that but the thing with this is you've got to have a way to be undetected and travel underwater it has to be a submarine or some type of submersible that is never detected going um, underwater and traveling a long distance and placing this explosive or or using a drone type of thing to run into um 
to run into, you know, to explode the pipeline. So either a ship passing by deployed it without it being detected at all. It's not visible on any satellite or anything, or it was deployed miles and miles, hundreds of miles away um, and traveled that distance. I do also like the theory that Glenn Beck had as far as him saying that even if we didn't do it, that it very likely could be our money that did it because of all the missing money that we've sent to Ukraine. We have no idea who has that. And let's say that Ukraine did blow up that pipeline. I mean, they they certainly have the ability to if you have the funding. The funding is the ability. Um, and, And even if. Um, that money ended up in the hands of some inside people in Russia. There's also a theory that it was not, you know, orchestrated by Putin or, or, you know, the order wasn't given by Putin, but that it was somebody inside of Russia that it's kind of a a signal to Putin. Um, Maybe it's the same person who blew up that Russian oligarch's daughter in a car bomb. Um, You know, maybe there is a group within Russia. who There's a big difference between planting a car bomb and blowing up this pipeline. Yeah, not if you have $7 billion. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There is a that, big difference. But if you have $7 billion, you can do it. That's another thing that this Chris Stewart mentioned, he, that this all this money we're sending to Ukraine. He said he pointed out, you know, not only is it funding the war effort, it's funding their government. He said even to the point that it is paying their, uh, what do you call it, retirement funds, their pensions. Th- this money, we're, we're, we're funding the Ukrainian government's pensions and also their attack on the pipeline. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to point any fingers, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't know that anybody at this point. It, it, I mean, somebody may know, but they're certainly not letting on if they do. But I, I don't know how we. I don't know how we can know for sure. But w- the result, the effect that it is going to have, other than the fact that a lot of Europe is going to ha- not have any power, or at least have significant less power than they were going to. Other than that effect, the biggest effect is going to be determined by who did it. Because, I mean, it could start a war or it could not start a war, depending entirely on who perpetrated it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of theories about why Russia would do it, but I just can't get by the fact that it is this cell cell of, of their you know, fossil fuels that funds Russia and funds this war effort. So I just can't get past that. Well, I have uh, several uh, gross, interesting different um, stories about California. Gross? Uh, wait, okay. Oh. Let's, can we, are, uh, is that all a description of the same story or can we start with interesting no. instead of gross? I have several stories. No, actually the gross one's not probably what you're thinking if you've read the notes. The, the thing that I think is most gross of all the stories is actually one I just saw today was that Newsom signed State Bill 107, making California a sanctuary state, in air quotes, for transgender children, uh, and also allows doctors to basically give quote-unquote gender-affirming care to minors without parental consent, because nowhere in the bill does it say anything about parents having to consent to different treatments, hormone replacement surgeries. Um, The one thing is that it basically in states where minors aren't allowed to get like oh you're under 18 if you're not allowed to get um, hormone replacement um, drugs or different procedures you can come to California and receive those things they also have um, the bill includes things like it prohibits um, enforcement of um, 
other states' rulings of whether or not, like, a uh, prohibit the enforcement of an order based on another state's law authorizing a child be removed from their parent or guardian based on that parent or guardian allowing their child to receive gender-affirming health care. Just overstepping the bounds of... Now, there's some questions on whether this would be... Um, this will be upheld in court or if it's um, constitutional because the other stirs federal requirements that states must recognize out-of-state laws when residents travel, but it's gross. Did you think that I thought I would think that the gross one was states legalizing the composting of human remains? That was also California. But before that, another terrible, another gross newsome thing is that he's putting up pro-abortion. So, you know, they're already, he's already made them a sanctuary state for abortions. So this is adding on, we're going to be a sanctuary state for minors to get transgender uh, care, if you want to call it. But Newsom also put up pro-abortion campaign ads in other states, basically saying, you know, oh, this state is taking away your rights, come to California. Some of which include Mark 1231 on them. He includes scripture on these talking about loving your neighbor. Ooh. Ooh, that's dangerous, Gavin Love Newsom. your neighbor as yourself, yes. Yeah, you're going to have to answer yeah. for those signs. Because California's their neighbor, I guess is what he's saying. Oh, yeah, when you stand before... That's yeah. not going to go well. And then also, they have... Um, they also... California passed a bill, and they're not the first... Um, they're not the first state to do this, but they're in a few years, it will be legalizing human... Composting of human remains. So, if you would like to become a tree i guess after you die yeah that's the least weird that's, that's just weird that's actually out. the least gross thing of the three stories you just read because <laughs> i don't care much about what happens to me after i'm dead so i find it weird the idea that i might eat food fertilized by human remains but they're eh. so california and maybe other blue states their big new growth industry is killing babies Oh yeah, they're and that's what he's saying. He's saying and, it's like it's like trying to mutilating lure, children. It's like trying to lure you know Ford Motor Company to come to your state and build a factory. Yeah, we, we right. want more yeah. business. Killing, we want more killing, business here, and this is the killing children before they even see the sun, and then also ones that have seen the sun, mutil- making their money by mutilating them. I want to let me comment on that really quick. Uh, there's a. a position from those who think that you can it's okay to mutilate cut the genitals off of you know uh healthy young people and equating it to circumcision so so they say well well then you must not be for circumcision um folks (laughs) two utterly completely different things you can cut the foreskin of the male genitalia off and that organ will function properly the rest of its of its life as opposed to cutting the entire genitalia off and not having it there. Not at, in no way comparable. And if you say that, you've just eliminated yourself from the conversation because you are either a grotesque partisan or you are an absolute moron. Well, get out of California if you haven't already. Oh, I have said that so many times. And those of you who... I'm so glad I'm not there Yeah, those of you in California that are listening to this... I know who you are. You know who you are. A few years ago, my father-in-law asked me if I would ever, if I ever thought that I would or ever would ever consider moving back to California. And uh, I knew all this was coming. It was a no then, and it's a hard, hard no now. 
so Joe Biden in a speech for like a, a, a hunger, I don't know if it's a world hunger type of thing, uh, event, was up on stage and asked for a dead woman. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this a reality. So Jackie Walorski is a representative from the state of Indiana who uh, I was. think August 3rd. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Was. August 3rd died in a car accident. Um, he knew this. There's a pr- He made a statement. He made a statement. At, at least we think he made a statement. I think it was a press release, which means that he may have oh. known nothing about it. Someone just signed Valid. his name on it. He's supposed to meet with the family today, but right, got confused that her. maybe she was there at the event. Um, what 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 is happening? <laughs> I mean, the man is gone. I really think that this time, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more news about this than I have before. Um, unfortunately, including The View, trying to justify this, which is insane. Um, but I'm seeing more news than usual that this is a bad thing because it is and maybe people that just weren't paying attention at no see i want to say that but the people that weren't paying attention at all before and don't realize that the man is gone they still aren't paying attention you know then of course um corinne jean pierre who the press secretary was asked about this and she explained it because that he you know he she was like a priority on his mind she as she, and she used a phrase apparently people have heard this phrase top, i've never heard top this of mind of of top of mind of she was mind. she was of top of mind so her name was you know in his brain and and he misspoke but yeah. that does not account for the fact that he's asking are you here where are you yes so she gives this but, big long explanation but, to try to explain it away let me go on let me go on though she said um she said, he, he's like you just said, he's meeting with her family today because she's dead. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's crazy. There's, and he and there's no reason for him to be meeting with some random congresswoman from Indiana's family other than the fact that they're going to do this thing and rename this thing after her because she's dead. This takes me to my next point. He doesn't it's not just that he mentally is, you know compromise people in his position and people like him they don't know she he doesn't know her he doesn't know about her he wasn't involved in the press release when she died she she he doesn't know otherwise you don't meet with this family because she it, because she's dead he he doesn't know anything until at the moment they're going to inform him about what's going on and why he's meeting with this family they they maybe mentioned that press release to him before they released it. Maybe, but he's not going to remember. But he's not going to remember that. No but way. Here's the, here's the next part of this is, so they could have just come out and said, you know, he just made a mistake. It happens. Yeah, it was inexcusable. It was, but but you know, he he made the mistake. They're not going to say that. I don't think this made me it click with me. They're not concerned about these mistakes out in public the way the way that we are. Because the people that are behind the scenes pulling the strings, it doesn't matter as long as they're they're not being blamed for it. If you're if you're you know Joe Schmuckatelli in the administration making these decisions, 
they don't know your name. They don't know that what you're doing. They don't know the policies that you're pushing forward. And as long as they don't know your name, it's okay. Joe can get blamed for this kind of stuff. As long as they don't know who's really doing what, that's a win for them. So it's not, a, it's not that bad for them that he's out there doing these things. As long you, as they're not held accountable for it. Do you think it was Biden who named the White House chief of staff's wife as the ambassador for plants and animals? Was that Bi- okay. was that a Biden policy or is that someone behind? So Hold don't on. worry, Biden's not but, mentally there. But, but, do, you, but do you get my the, do you get my the point? article? Do you get my yeah? Do I you get, get your, my point. It's not yeah, it's I, not that bad. Yeah, because you're preaching and, to the choir. Unless he's impeached or somebody implements an article, you know the twenty const what was it the twenty fifth amendment, in which they're not going to. He can just continue to be there and they can continue to operate as long as they want because nobody knows their name. That's the point to this. But I'll take it one step further. They want these people. We look at how can you elect Joe Biden? How can you have, um, what's his name in Pennsylvania? Federal woman? Fetterman? Fetterman. Yeah. He, he can't function. How can you run him for office? How can you have Nancy Pelosi, who is drunk all the time? Yeah, how they're can empty you have, seats. How can we you know have that. Diane yeah, Feinstein, who they literally are saying she's not doing her job? Because, yes, they don't. it isn't about the person that they're running for election or the seat. that It is about just getting someone in there so that the people in the bureaucracy behind the scenes can do whatever they want. It, it doesn't. We look as like, how can you run John Fetterman? Is that in his name, John? How, they don't care. How can yeah. you run him when he's so obviously compromised mentally? Because it doesn't matter. It's about the people behind the scenes that's running the show. Like naming the White House chief of staff's wife as ambassador for plants and animals, <laughs> which it's seems really, like just okay. an absurd. I, I'm okay, sorry I'm hung up says, on it because it's, it's I know. crazy. It sounds stupid. The article, it says special diplomat, calls her a special diplomat overseeing international animal and plant habitats. Now, She's the first ever U.S. special envoy for biodiversity and water resources to solve the world's intertwined biodiversity and water crises. I'm actually not opposed to supporting biodiversity, but I don't I don't want the government to be doing that. Also, it just sounds stupid the way that it's phrased. What is she going to mediate? Well, she will crack down on nature crimes such as illegal mining and logging um, and, and such and such as. Like such as how much illegal mining and logging is going on in this country? The, um, the answer is zero. No, probably a probably a well, ton. It's abroad. Probably it's abroad. a ton. No, and the reason you that can't there's a start ton, up a mine or start logging massive acreage of forest without somebody noticing. Exactly. This isn't in okay. The, this. But exactly, you can't start up. You can't start that up with somebody noticing because you're not allowed to. So this isn't a U.S. thing. She's the envoy, a diplomat. She's the ambassador for the whole. So yeah, Klain's exactly. Wife, so she has no authority. Klain's, I know exactly. But Klain's wife will adopt in. This is in quotes in the article. All of government effort. That's terrifying. To represent the interests of plants and animals abroad because the administration believes that such species are currently threatened by the quote unquote climate crisis. Number one, I think plants and animals should be offended that they're being grouped together in this giant category. Number two, I think they should be offended because we're not letting them elect their own representatives. I mean, that's that's absurd. We're going to appoint their representatives for them. What well, we should hold, we should immediately hold an, a plant and animal election. So. So we have we have 
uh, runaway inflation. We have the stock market collapsing. We have fentanyl deaths. We have an open border. We have fentanyl uh, is not plants, by the way. We have Fake human tra- we have human real. trafficking. You know, we have uh, crime shooting through the roof. New Orleans is sending civilians. To yeah. investigate well, crimes, yeah. actually so, investigate. So because well, they don't have enough cops, cops. that are no longer and, beat cops. And, and we are worried about appointing an ambassador to the, uh, you know, Yugoslavian tree toad. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of climate, play me this clip I haven't listened to yet. Here's a climate activist, teen from New Zealand, who gets absolutely roasted on a New Zealand radio is this, talk show. Is this person somebody? Is she a okay. is she, she, is is she, a, she is a well-known media figure in New Zealand, and the girl is just a high school student. No, that's what I meant. The girl, is she somebody? Oh, she's, she's like their, ver, their climate version of David Hogg, or like their uh, Greta Thunberg. Okay. This is, so she really is well-known nationally, and she puts on she put on this school strike for climate, for the climate. I don't know. Them, for example so we would have to apply to have like approved events to be able to fly for well that's one thing that you could look at doing am i allowed to go to fiji is that necessary in the current climate crisis i don't think that that's necessary when was the last time you were on a plane mm, i'm not sure maybe a few months ago to be honest where'd you go fiji izzy <laughs> Izzy, don't you care about the climate, Izzy? Of course I care about the climate. Not enough. You went to... (laughs) You went to Fiji. (laughs) Izzy, come on, mate. Are you serious? So she set her up when she asked if she could go to Fiji. Just keep listening. It kind of gets worse. Are Are you still there? It is pretty ironic, but to be honest, it's not really a trip that I wanted to go on, but I can't really get out of it. Because Why'd, my you parents go? Wanted to go. Why'd you go? Why'd you go? My parents wanted to go. Is he? want to go. How, are you embarrassed that your parents did that to the planet and then forced you to do it as well? Of course I'm not embarrassed. Did you did have you a terrible the- time? Not really. <laughs> I didn't have <laughs> Might as well enjoy it, I mean... I will say one thing. She wasn't Sorry. riddled with guilt Mate, the whole time. Listen, She's on. You're such a champion. I think you've got a brilliant future ahead of you. And and I, are you doing another strike soon? <laughs> she doesn't. She's yeah, laughing. We'll, we'll look to. Good. I will. I will. We'll talk to you again. And why can you back on the show? That's these the end. people. These people need to be mercilessly mocked. Just like uh, you know. I saw a bunch of people in New Zealand. I saw a bunch of people. No, she's 16 years old. I'm sorry. She needs to be. Okay, she's been brainwashed. Put in her place. Hopefully, that was an eye-opening moment. Are you going to have any more strikes? <laughs> well, we look to. I like when she says, "I think you have a brilliant future." While she's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, unfortunately, so it, unfortunately, in this world today, she does have. You're right. If things right. if things don't change. Anyway, that was my. Uh, that was my funniest thing I could find this week. Since we're on the environment topic, I'll try to make this succinct. So I saw a recent interview with, um, what's his name, Herman Munster? John Kerry. John Kerry. And he was defending, saying how green China is. China is so green. 
Uh, and he was saying, well, they're, they're gonna, they plan to build more electric cars than anybody in this coming year. Yeah, so they can control their population. They can turn them on and turn them. But it's not just – it's not the car. It's, it's where is the energy coming to produce the car. It's dirty. It's oil. It's coal from what they – their term of dirty. Not only that, he said they're building more renewable energy sources like you know the, the solar panels and, and windmills. And, yes, they are. They're building all the stuff that we buy, solar panels and windmills, are being produced in China. So they're being – enriched and we're killing our economy by trying to do this renewable energy stuff why wouldn't they want to do that if i was them i'd be running ads and promotions to get us to go more green because they're laughing they're taking our money and selling us this garbage that doesn't work and on top of that they're building more coal plants as than anybody else in the world and they're building them as fast as they can so once again folks um there's the it, it's important to know this and say we're not doing this we need to push back there this just gives away the game if you didn't understand what's going on yet that should clear it up for you this is ridiculous and we need to say no we're not doing this <sighs> what are you gonna do i'm just gonna avoid it all just go live out in peace as long as i can maybe i'll go to fiji just wait it out sounded like a good time you can't do that yeah did you won't I I'm I heard that you won't have a terrible time. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> not really. It's not really. No, a terrible I heard that time. you're not really gonna have a terrible time. I mean, I don't want to go, but I, it was a good time. So, I'm I, I'm glad my parents forced me. And in sports news, and the three-two, Joe deep to left field. This could be it. See ya! He's done it! Number 61! He's been chasing history, and now he makes it! He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs, the most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. Yeah, the, All the, the qualifications, because Barry Bonds yeah. and... Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, what's the difference between the AL and NL anymore now that the rules are all the same? But it's still cool. Why couldn't he it's have impressive. said the most hit, you know, tied for the most hit ever by a non-roided baseball player? Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, how, who are we to say who's clean and who's not clean? That would have been a funny way to say that. Well, yeah. If, if you just that's said the question that on, that's going around television. now. If one, that's the question going around now is if he hits one more, you know, will he be? Will you? Who do you view as the home run champion? If you wore a hat size seven one year and the next year you came back and you were wearing a nine and a half, it's a pretty good <laughs> indication that you're juicing. Yeah, the difference between Barry Bonds and Aaron Judge is that Aaron Judge has always been a giant. Yeah. Well, and Barry Bonds was an excellent hitter before. He just got, I don't know if he would have had that. Barry a little Bonds. extra hitting power. Yeah. Take away the home run power, but... Barry Bonds, prior to getting into the steroid debate, you know, controversy, was arguably the best baseball player in baseball. Yeah. yeah. And now his, the argument is that he had to do it because the other guys, to stay at the top because the other guys were doing it. Whatever. Well, it certainly got those guys and probably an extra contract, with, yeah. which is millions and millions of dollars. If you were to go by today's standards, the way that things are being, you know, the way contracts are being paid, um, yeah, uh, like a uh, the Angels. Oh, Trout's new. No, 
Who? Otani. Or what he, Otani or what he should, get should paid. be getting oh. paid in a, yeah. at least $500 million yeah. contract. Correct. As a pitcher and a hitter. Um, other baseball news. This actually happened a couple weeks ago, but we didn't talk about it last week, was that Pujols hit number home runs, number career home runs, number 699 and 700 in the same game, and he became the fourth player ever. Fourth player ever to have 700 home runs, which is awesome. And I don't know that we'll ever see that done again. Can you believe he's only 32? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think 36 Can you believe that his claim. Dominican Republic birth certificate says he's only 32? <laughs> no, is I don't believe um, it. Yeah, Dominican Republic. Yeah. So you guys watched the football game last night? You mean night, did the I watch Tua get body slammed like in a oh WWE gosh. match? I was in that moment when I saw his hands seize up like that oh, I, knew, fingers, I knew it was a seizure i was like i thought he's done like he could be done but they say he says he feels way better they released it from the hospital he flew home with the team last night i i really and i i meant to look into this more today to see what exactly they said the, the problem was but i really am thinking and wondering more if this isn't spinal than it is head that's what I thought, but I saw it was like something called some sort of thing called fencing or something where your body he, it's like a response. Yeah, he hit his the, body, like his arm and his body and his back before he hit his head. Yeah, but, he hit his head really hard, but he hit like hit just a full body force. But it, I think what did it most to me is it looked like whiplash because he was whipped back so his whole body just whipped and it just happened that his head hit the ground last. But I could totally see that motion causing some spinal. Well. And when I th- I thought spine because coupled w- with what happened on Sunday last week when yes. they said that it was a back injury and he they said he cleared concussion protocol but you could see him s- when they picked him they helped him up and he's stumbling and like his legs are kind of like giving, giving out. out yes that, that was last to Sunday me combined is what what makes me think spine. and that's why they, and that's what they reported when they said how come he's not in concussion protocol and they said because it's not a concussion it's something spinal you. You can have something. Still probably shouldn't have right. played last You can week. have something. And this is what you hear. People like will have this, you know, a spinal injury or neck injury. And they'll say, look, you, you feel okay now, but you could go out there. And, and because of the way things are in your spinal cord or your neck, you could have one hit and you'll never walk again. Because yeah, that's how delicate this he... situation is. And so that's what I thought when they said that from last week. And then I saw that this this week. It made me think. And, and the way that it looked. I mean, I didn't think he hit his head any harder than happens 20 times a game right. um, that made me think and again that's the way he seized it made me think again yeah I, this I and I'm kidding I know nothing more than my own you know when they said he had movement they reported pretty quickly that he was conscious and had movement of all of ex- extremities I was like oh praise the Lord because that was scary that one little nerve gets pushed on wrong and um, and yeah and it's, it's you're talking about just millimeters of space oh, yeah. and distance. Yeah, just think from... about those little electrode things they put on you and they like hit the electrical impulse button and you're like, oh, wait, yeah. electrical impulses, that's not real. <laughs> I don't know why I even just said that. That's ridiculous. That's not body functioning. <laughs> Throwback. 